Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. darkness over me since my true love walked out that door tears I never cried before a darkness over me clouds gathering over my head they chill the day and hide the sun and shroud the night when day is done Ribbon of darkness over me Rain is falling on the meadow Where once my love and I did lie Now she is gone from the meadow Young as spring Where clouds did bloom And birds did sing Driven in darkness over me ago and performed on the Grand Ole Opry and was a guest on our good friend Bill Cody's show Coffee Country and Cody with a terrific song, terrific album, Wiley and the Wild West. Well, from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our good friend and co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. So let's see. It is September 15th. What have you got going on there in Nashville? Well, actually, it's September the 14th, but it's almost the 15th. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what have we got going on in Nashville? Well, it felt like (laughs) fall this morning when I got up. It was in the mid-50s. And I think we're supposed to hit maybe 80 today, but the weather is terrific. The sunshine is out, just beautiful, beautiful weather. The Tennessee Titans are playing their first home game this Sunday 
and uh, we're looking for their first win. So exciting stuff going on in Nashville. And, of course, we've got music, music, music always happening here in Nashville. So that's kind of what's going on in Nashville. What's going on in Albuquerque, New Mexico? Well, let's see. Uh, Today, uh, members of the IWMA uh, New Mexico chapter are performing at the uh, State Fair. That's always a fun time. The State Fair opened last week, and it runs for 10 days or something, so that's a fun thing. And um, I don't really know what else is happening in Albuquerque. (laughs) The next big thing, of course, will be the Balloon Fiesta in October, and there's already a lot of excitement as that countdown goes. If you're on their website, it's so fun because they do one of those, you know, how many hours, how many minutes, how many, you know, how many days, how many hours, how many minutes to the uh, official opening of the Balloon Fiesta. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You just had a big musical event up in Taos, I think, didn't you? With uh, what was that oh, big band? What oh is, my, what is yeah, that? Yeah, that was the that was the Michael Hearn's twenty first, um, I think twenty first uh, big band, uh, big barn dance, and uh, yeah. uh, we would love to have gone. We we kind of we kind of learned about it a little bit late. Tickets had gone on sale like last April, April of this year, and. Uh, just an amazing event. It started on um, the 7th, and it went through Saturday night. It closed with a sleep at the wheel um, and a huge dance floor of the whole area. They do it under a really, really, really big tent, and they, of course, fill it with chairs for all of the live music. And then 6.30 on Saturday night, they remove all of the chairs, and it becomes a huge dance floor. And um, people come from all over the country, and it is an amazing lineup of performers. I was, uh, Jim Jones, our good friend Jim Jones, was posting pictures throughout, and I was really jealous. It's like, I want to be there. So, next year. <laughs> well, we, uh, <laughs> we we saw a couple of our friends were performing this year at the event. That was Susie Bogus and uh, Gary Nicholson yes. were both performers yes. there. So, yeah, great, great event. But there's stuff going on everywhere around the country all the time and always sure great music going time. on. So that's kind yeah. of what this show is about is great music, but great, great guests. And, uh, and I just want to mention this is, I think, your eighth year to co-host with me. On this show? Yeah, I think January. Yeah, I think January will will be in our ninth. Um, yeah, I think that's right. I think this is a, you know, we're we're kind of like folks that have been together a really long time. We sort of forget. You have to go back. What year was it? And yeah. Then what yeah. year are we in? And then subtract yeah. the two years and go. Okay, it's been. But I think you're right. Uh, yeah, but it's been a it's been a fun, fun, fun eight years and some tremendous artists. You know, the whole reason that this show has been as successful, thankfully, as it is, is because of our great guest. And so we oh, have absolutely. a great guest joining us today. It's been a while since he's been with us, it but who's joining has, us today? It has. You know, sometimes you're just blessed in your life with someone who the minute they comes through the door your whole day just brightens i'm sure you you've experienced this many times when tom hyatt who is our our guest in a moment he'll be joining us when he walks through the door everything 
it's like the light goes on and that big smile and you know a big hug it's like we need Tom we need Tom Hyatt we need Tom Hyatt regularly in our lives <laughs> well we're looking so, yes, forward Tom to Hyatt visiting with Tom yeah we look I haven't had a hug from Tom but I haven't met Tom yet so maybe I'll get a hug when I meet him no, I just a handshake will work for me. But anyway, we're going to have a good time t- talking with Tom. And then uh, I just got a message from our second guest, Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, is actually in Nashville right now. Oh so my God. we'll be talking. Yeah, we'll be talking with uh, Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, on Saddle Up America coming up in the second hour of the show. But right now, we're going to take a listen to a great song from Andy Hedges and Dom Flemings. It is from Andy's album, Roll On Cowboys, When I Was a Cowboy. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with our very special guest today, Mr. Tom Hyatt. Okay. 
Come all you good cowboys, don't you want to go? Come all you cowboys, and don't you want to go? Just whooping up the cattle, out in the heat and cold. Come a tie yippee come a tie yippee aye Come a tie yippee come a tie yippee Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Andy Hedges with Don Flemons, When I Was a Cowboy, from Andy's album, Roll On Cowboys. Well, we are delighted to have you with us today. I'm going to now introduce our featured guest who is standing by. Award winner singer-songwriter Tom Hyatt can truly be called a son of the West because of his warm, emotion-filled voice that has enthralled people from Montana to Arizona, from the Pacific to the Atlantic, and all areas in between. The magnificent landscapes and the people who fill them in tell their stories in the ballads Tom writes and sings. Working cowboys, historic legendary characters, changes in the modern West, and more. Voted one of the top five acts in Western music, he has appeared with other popular cowboy singers and poets such as Ian Tyson, Chris Ledoux, and Don Edwards at many cowboy poetry and music festivals throughout the country. Please welcome back to Campfire Cafe our good friend Tom Hyatt. Welcome, Tom. Oh, thank you, Bobby Jean. It's wonderful to be here with you and Gary this morning. <laughs> How you doing, Tom? Oh, uh, getting by, getting by. Uh, <laughs> you know how it goes when you kind of get a little bit long in the tooth. Uh, things start uh, getting a little harder. The tasks become a little harder to perform. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's just good you got some teeth to get long. I mean, there are a lot of people just lost their teeth. They just don't have yeah, those I, I, Yeah, I've still got them, so. I don't know how much longer, but at least, uh, yeah, I've still got the original ones in here I'm chomping on. Oh, gosh. Well, for it's been too long since you've been on the show, and uh, this this was pre-COVID. I think we were talking about this before the show started today. It's actually been five years since you have been on the show. So what the heck have you been doing, and why did it take so long to get you back on here? Well, I can tell you the first part of that question, Gary, but I don't know about the second part of it. It's just uh, that's the way uh, life life rolls, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I've slowed down a lot in my <laughs> in my touring. Uh, I don't tour much anymore, but I'm still into uh, heavy into my songwriting uh, along with some of my friends and. Uh, so it keeps me busy anyway, and of course I'm uh, out here with some horses and dogs and cats and things of that nature. They always keep you busy. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Kind, kind of, I, I think I mentioned uh, earlier I had gone back and listened to that show from five years ago, 
And as you were uh-huh. just talking about the horses, I recall that you had paid me a huge compliment on that show. And you said mm. that you had a choice of either cleaning stalls or doing the radio show. <laughs> and you decided to do the radio show. So <laughs> uh, that's about the same position I'm in this morning. Well, thanks for thanks for doing that. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, the other thing I was thinking about is as we were talking about your early life, you had just traveled all over the country. I think your father was in the Air Force. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the reason that biography there, it's it's true. I definitely am a son of the West. Uh, I grew up all over the West, literally, uh, with my dad being in the service. Um, you know, I was constantly on the move as a kid. And, uh, wow, uh, I, the first my some of my first memories are like, Phoenix, Arizona, and then like San Antonio, Texas, um, Los Angeles, California, and uh, oh wow, Anchorage, Alaska, <laughs> and then uh, I think it was back to Texas, and then ended up uh, my later high school years in Salina, Kansas, and so oh, wow. we would always travel in the summertime. My dad, you know, in the service, you get like thirty days off, and we would always be traveling even in that time period. So, boy, I've been to, I think I've been in every state west of the Mississippi, that's for sure, several times. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, you kind of remind me of my wife, Mary Kay, because her father was a colonel in the Air Force, and mm-hmm. she was born born in Texas and then moved to Germany and then moved from Germany back to Texas, I think, and then to Mississippi of all places. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so that's yeah. where she that's where she grew up and went to high school. But uh uh-huh. yeah, a lot of a lot, lot of similarity there. You have done oh, a little yeah. bit of everything. You've done a little bit of everything. Music, horses, outfitter. Tell us a little bit about your past life growing up working on some of these ranches and and guest ranches. Yeah, well, um one of the one of the one of my favorite memories is working in the on the, the Hidden Valley ranch. Uh, uh, it was a, a working ranch plus a guest ranch, and uh, up in uh, Cody, Wyoming, up on the South Fork in Cody. And uh, then they also in the in the in the in the fall see hunting season, they would run. Uh, they guided you know uh, pack trips. Uh, for the hunters into the the, the Bridger Tetons, and right. uh, that was some of my. Uh, I remember riding in on one of the trips we had. That was one of the first trips in that season, and um, carrying everything in because you know the 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 Forest Service wouldn't let you basically leave anything in there. Whatever you took in, you had to take you you had to pack out. And it was quite yeah, a leave chore. no trace. Uh, yeah, leave no you know, trace. Packing, packing yeah. that stuff in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I've uh, I've done that, and of course, uh, in Arizona, uh, in Prescott, in that area, uh, Yavapai Mountain area, uh, working on numerous ranches out there with uh, some of my friends who ran the various spreads, and and. Uh, so I've been around a little bit there, I guess you could say, on horseback. Uh, 
I don't get on a horse as much anymore as I as I used to. Um, but uh, yeah, it was that that's a lifestyle that people in the city just just can't relate to. <laughs> you mean there's that's still right. cowboys out there? As as the, as the saying goes, <laughs> yeah, you just can't see them from the road. <laughs> from the road. Uh, that's right. That is right. Well, we want to get to some music from this great album that you have, Five from the Heart of the West. And the first song we're going to get to today, is Tom, Tom, is called The Taos Lightning Trail. Tell us a little bit about yeah, this it, song. Okay. It's, um, it's, uh, it was co-written uh, uh, with Daryl Arnold, who a lot of people uh, remember from uh, his Cowboy Magazine years. Uh, he was the owner and publisher of that great magazine. And prior to that, he worked uh, associate editor at Western Horseman for numerous uh, for a number of years. But um, these five songs are all co-written with Daryl. And okay. um, b- they were basically poems that Daryl had had written. And uh, on one of my previous projects, I took one of his poems and turned it into a song. And he was really thrilled with what I did with that one. And he wanted to know if I'd write some more with him. And I said, sure. So this this uh, EP is Five from the Heart of the West is a a result of the, of, of five tunes that Daryl basically did most of the lyrics to. I had to adapt some of them to to, to fit them into a song format. Um, right. But this one um, is is based on a on a real person, uh, Homer Potts, uh, from up in uh, uh, Colorado, and it basically tells it like uh like it pretty much was now i kind of flavored it toward the end i added a verse uh that kind of takes it into the supernatural fantasy aspect but which is uh probably not really true to life but uh who knows you know so we can just listen to this song and it pretty well tells it like uh what homer potts was really into All right, this is the Taos Lightning Trail. We're talking with Tom Hyatt today on the Campfire Cafe. Now Homer Potts owned sturdy mules. For him they'd never fail. To carry heavy packs hitched on the backs, deep tracks pressed in the trail. The way a high and lonesome one through canyon, creek, and pine. Camp by day and move by night up close to the timber line. About once a month he'd leave old Taos when the time was right. Full moon and sparks from iron shoes on rocks his only light. Homer Potts would venture north away from towns and men and cross the Colorado line of where few folks had been. Until at last he reached a pass in just about a week. A trail that crossed the mountain range up past Trincherry Peak. The great home now the only one to watch him make his way. As Homer trekked down to Aguilar before the break of day. Even if you fought tough men or spent some time in jail. Even if your fists are scarred in the heart like iron rail Even if you hold your own where knives and guns prevail Better step aside for Homer Potts on the Taos Lightning Trail 
thirsty folks in secret rooms way down in Aguilar would ponder about their whiskey called white lightning in a jar. Cause liquor was illegal 13 years to 33. And revenuers, if they caught you, would just throw away the key. The rumor was that Homer Potts was bringing it in by mule. But no one dared speculate out loud, don't be a fool. Cause Homer's rep was widely known, he packed a 44. And it was said he'd used it some in a gold camp years before. Some said that his gun was holstered underneath his arm. But none had ever really seen that pistol causing harm. Yet still too smart to step away and mind their own affairs. Just let him be and question not the nature of his wares. Even if you fought tough men or spent some time in jail. Even if your fists are scarred and hard like iron rail. Even if you hold your own when knives and guns prevail. Better step aside for Homer Potts on the Tau's lightning trail. If you're a working cowboy pushing cows down kind of late and encounter a ghostly figure leading a ghostly string of freight, contain your fright in that dead of night, just watch him pass on by. As Homer packs his outlaw brew to a town forever dry. Even if you fought tough men or spent some time in jail. Even if your fists are scarred and hard like iron rail. Even if you hold your own when knives and guns prevail. Better step aside for Homer Potts on the Tau's lightning trail. Just step aside for Homer Potts on the Tau's lightning trail. The Taos Lightning Trail, a collaboration between Tom Hyatt and uh, poet Daryl Arnold. And it's from Tom's brand new album, Five from the Heart of the West, a wonderful collection of songs. Um, Tom, I know that you've talked a little bit about Daryl, and of course he is so very important in this, in this uh, album. The uh, poems are all, all five of these songs are taken from poems from Daryl's book, A Bard in Boots, that is just a fabulous collection. And there are a lot of poems here. How did the two of you uh, narrow down and, and determine these five out of, out of, I don't know how many? There's like more than 100 probably in here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He... Um... Like I say, after I did that uh, song called Cow Work on uh, mm-hmm. the Good Night from Texas CD, uh, like I say, he got a hold of me and said, Tom, I really like what you did on, on that song. Would you like to do some others? And I said, fine. And the next thing in the mail shows up like, yeah, it wasn't 100 poems, but it was probably <laughs> 25 or 30. And I, <laughs> I went through them, and I went, wow, okay, I hope he doesn't expect every one of these in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so anyway, I went through them and picked out ones that I felt 
I could deliver as a as a singer the the feeling, the emotions, and what the stories that were in in these uh, these five that we ended up doing. So it just kind of kept narrowing down to ones that I felt would fit me as an artist. And uh, these these five stood out um, to me, and and I really liked. For instance, this one of Homer Potts we just heard, you know, being a true story. That's that's what always always I really like um, are things that are are a little a little different uh, than the normal you know cowboy ballad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of those out mm-hmm. there. So now, especially now, I look for things that are a little different, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's kind of how it it came about. And I would, I did one, and then he really liked it. He said, "Well, do another one." And so I did, and he liked that one. And and at first, I was really hesitant to change any lines um, because I was afraid he would be really upset. But as he began to trust me with what I was doing and where I was headed with these songs, it became it became a little uh, easier for me. Um, like like that last verse in that in the Homer Potts that just kind of popped out of nowhere and it shot out there and I thought, well, that sounds kind of good, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I stuck that mm-hmm. in there and it didn't. Daryl said, that's fine, that's fine. Um, so yeah. anyway, uh, that's kind of so, how the whole thing came about. <laughs> now he's in he's in Arizona and you're in California. So how did you? Yes. What was the pro, how was the what was the communication process like? Okay, it was a little difficult at first. Um, so I kept thinking, you know, we ought to get together. We ought to get together. And, and Daryl's schedule and my schedule would not allow it. And I'm going, okay, well, maybe we can do this. So it was just email back and forth, email back and forth. Then when I would get a song pretty well together, the way I, I, I kind of felt, okay, Daryl can, can hear this now with a musical background just me and my guitar, and kind of see where I'm headed with this. So then I would get a rough version down, and I would just email an MP3 to him of the song, and he would Uh listen to it and say, yeah, I really like it, or no, Tom, can you try doing this here or doing that there or or whatever. Um, And so, it, yeah, it it was a challenge. But, of course, the more we did it, the easier it became. But it was a challenge, that's for sure. Yesterday here in the Albuquerque area, we had heavy rain almost all day long, and a few people that I that I was working with were kind of um, grumbling, and I said, "Never cut <laughs> the rain." Um, that's the yeah. next. That's the next. The next song that Gary has queued up. So you want to give us a little back? It's such a great song. <clears throat> yeah, you want to give one... us a little backstory to this one? Okay, this one. Uh, it's pretty much exactly the way, the way that Daryl wrote the poem. I made a few minor changes because every once in a while, uh, a poetic line looks great on paper, but trying to sing it is almost impossible. There will be words you just can't get out of your mouth smoothly. Now, maybe other entertainers can, but this one, I have trouble. At one time we were calling, I, I said, Daryl, I have trouble. I'm trying to, he wanted something really fast. Oh, I was probably one of the other songs we're going to be playing. And I said, I'm spitting these words out at 90 miles an hour. Can I slow this down a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I guess so, Tom. If you insist. Oh, I guess. You know. So, yeah, there are some lines you read on paper 
you can ponder over and reread, but when it flies by in a song, uh, you can't do that. Now, you can back up the CD and play it over and over again, but it kind of ruins the effect. Most people, I don't think, do that. But, um, yeah, this one this one was pretty much the way he wrote it, though. It, it rolled out pretty smooth. I don't think I made too many changes in it at all. Uh, my biggest mm-hmm. problem was decide whether to do this as a serious song or uh-huh. as a novelty <laughs> song. Because there's, uh-huh. the whole idea is a very serious idea. But then the story that happens inside the song is very funny. <laughs> you know, yeah. this poor old guy out there in the rain having problems, as you'll hear in the song. And so I kind of had, as an artist, it really, I, I played it. I played it for my brother. I played it for Daryl. I played it for a few other people. And they're saying, how do you think how to sing this? Would you hear it like to hear it this way or that way? And anyway, um, this is how it turned out. I kind of hit a middle road, I think. So there's a little bit of both. Uh, the subject matter is serious, and the story itself can be somewhat comical. All right, let's take a listen to Never Cuss the Rain. And by the way, Bobby, I like that lead-in that you did on that. So, <laughs> Never Cuss the Rain. This is Tom Hyatt. We'll be back in just a moment. Lord, I hate to complain, but this ranch is needing rain. Some coming day, please find a way to send a little rain. Storm clouds are building to the west Looks like my prayer was heard But the wind just blew some fences down I better go check the herd Come on, brownie, trailer up You never act this way It's really pouring buckets now Looks like it's here to stay Just what I thought The herd has scattered tails to the wind and these old wipers on this truck are just about done in. I should have fixed this window so it would roll back up. Hot coughing now would hit the spot. Sure wish I had a cut. But I'll never cuss the rain. I won't cuss the rain. Hope I'll be here this time next year cause there's so much to gain. If I'd said it once, I'd said it twice, I'll never cuss the rain. The road is slick from all this mud, and ain't it just my luck? The trailer slid off in the ditch, and now the pickup's stuck. I'm glad old Brownie isn't hurt, I'll have to ride him in. I left my slicker on the porch, and I'm wet down to the skin. But I'll never cuss the rain I won't cuss the rain As lightning flashes and thunder crashes Rattle the wind of pain If I've said it once, I've said it twice I'll never cuss the rain This rain's been falling now a week The Brandon's had the weight The river's running high and wide Spring work's running late the bridge to town is washing out, the ranch is mired in mud. The roof has sprung another leak as I ponder Noah's flood.
storm at last is broken wide, a rainbow's in the sky. There's new snow on the mountain peaks, the sun is shining high. A soft wind's blowing across the hills, the lilacs are in bloom. The ground is drying out, real fast we'll be a brand in soon. My woman's at the kitchen stove, putting breakfast on. Light is in the eastern sky, the stars are almost gone. Blessed from above with life and love, what more can I say? Lord, thanks for the rain you said and for the coming day. But I'll never cuss the rain, I won't cuss the rain. This time next year we'll still be here So much has been gained If I'd said it once, I'd said it twice I'll never cuss the rain If I'd said it once, I'd said it twice I'll never cuss the rain I like it. I like it. Never cuss the rain. It brings blessings. Just never cuss the rain. That's a great song, Yeah. Great, oh, great you, song. I appreciate it. I am I am constantly in awe of songwriters and the way that they can put things together. Uh, I mean, it it just amazes me, whether it's the lyrics or the music itself. And uh, great job, great job you've done on this. I appreciate that well, very much, Gary. Well, you, you're welcome. You're welcome. Now I've got to ask you a question. I, I've started doing this. Uh, for some of our shows, and that is asking performers to share road stories with me. <laughs> so I know that you spent some time out on the road, and I know that you spent some time out with the band, and uh, you've got to have some interesting stories that are actually PG that could be shared over the radio. So oh, you're really pushing it story? now, aren't you? PG, wow! I mean, you're putting the pressure on. Yeah, PG road story. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, okay, this is almost PG. <laughs> okay, so I've got this. Uh, I, I've got this uh, mandolin player that's traveling with us, and um, he likes to one back every once in a while. And uh-huh. we were we were going from uh let's see, well, Phoenix and I think then he drove over here to El Cajon and I think we drove from El Cajon north. We were doing the Carson City rendezvous. And um okay. up up three ninety five. It's it's a, a famous California highway that runs on the eastern side of the Sierras up along through Owens Valley and Lone Pine and all the way up to Carson City. And you go through all kinds of country from 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 Joshua Tree country to the tall to the tall pines. And it seemed like every you run through a lot of old towns, uh, old pioneer cowboy towns, and it seems like all of those old towns have at least one saloon. <laughs> That's still hanging on, and each one of them declares, uh, "We're the oldest saloon in California. We're the oldest <laughs> saloon in Nevada, and we're the oldest saloon in 
Yeah, Carson City. Well, anyway, All right. Steve Steve had to stop at each of those old famous saloons <laughs> and, you know, sample their wares. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, the first, the first two weren't too bad, <clears throat> but after the third one, he would just have one, you know, just one for the right. road. And right. he was in the back right. seat, and um, he'd be plunking around on his mandolin. And the plunking got more plunky the further we went. And, uh, <laughs> hey, Tom, what do you think of this? I'm going, oh, that's great, Steve. Yeah, uh, okay. And I turned an Ian Tyson song up louder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the last place we got to, there's a little town up there called Genoa, uh, just south of Carson City. And they're one of the oldest little towns in in California, uh, and, yeah. and the, we're way over the line and into Nevada. And um, right, right. they've got this real old antique, I guess, word for it, saloon. I mean, it's a real uh-huh. saloon, right like right uh-huh. out of the Western movies. And boy, he couldn't that pass that one up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it, it got kind of hairy there uh, going up, and of course, then every once in a while, it seemed like, the bathroom breaks got closer and closer together the <laughs> farther we'd go. So, okay, that's where oh, I'm going to cut God. it off right there. That's my road story, and I'm sticking to it. Sticking to it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Bobby, you're going to have to, when you, when you have some of the performers together, you're going to have to just sit yeah. around and let everybody tell road stories because we've done that here at the house. Around the dining room table yeah. and had the had the artist just share road stories and it will kill you, but I love yeah. that road story and I and I know exactly <laughs> what saloon you're talking about in Genoa. That's uh, <laughs> the only one. It's still still yeah, working. I yeah, bet I you, yeah, you, you have been there, haven't you, Gary? <laughs> my wife has been there. My wife has been there uh-huh. last I bet year. She has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk about mango margaritas sometime off the air, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to get to another song, and this is the uh, legacy of Louis L'Amour. And, and mm. tell us about this one. Okay, well, it's just about what it says. It's it just it describes what Louis did, um, and um, yeah, I've got all these books. I read every one. Like I, they was passed down from my dad. He'd read them. My dad would read them first, and I've still got all these little paperbacks with his initials up in the corner on that inside page and uh um, oh, wow. I've got them all uh, down through him and um when Daryl and I saw this poem uh I just said well I got to do this and it was a little difficult because it didn't really have a chorus it had what I will call like what fiddle players call an A part and a B part and okay. each and he had like four verses with an A and a B A and a B A and a B and, and I'm going how am I going to do this and he had sent it off, I think, to a couple of people, and they said, there's no way I'm going to touch that as a song. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, boy, I, I said, I'm going to do this. I love what he's, what Daryl's saying here. And I don't think I had to change much, a few lines here and there to make them, you know, flow a little bit better. And I think I changed the title on Daryl. But in his book, it's called One Thing. Okay. And then I changed the title to The Legacy of Louis L'Amour. <clears throat> I think he calls it, uh, not, well, I'm not really sure, Friends of Louis L'Amour or something like that. But uh, right. anyway, I, I at least reformed the last line of each B part 
so it would give the same continuity, and we could call it, name it something. So, yeah, the rest of it is pretty much the way Daryl wrote it, and um, I think it turned out really good. I, I just, I'm really happy, happy with it, and all I right. hope all the Louis L'Amour fans out there really like it. We love it. All right, this is The Legacy of Louis L'Amour. It's from Five from the Heart of the West. We're visiting with Tom Hyatt, our special guest today on the Campfire Cafe. I rode back to camp before sundown. Had time to tack four on the bay. Restitched the horn black on my saddle. Split wood by the last light of day. Plum dark when I finished my supper. Washed dishes by kerosene light Then picked up a paperback novel As a lone coyote howled in the night Of all of the writers who told of the West You did it better than all of the rest The stories you told are now legend and lore Thanks for the legacy, Lou My lantern light there in the bunkhouse An evening breeze rattles the door I ride the old west with his heroes The partners of Louis L'Amour I'm riding past cactus and tall pines Drinking a smoke-filled saloon I'm out on the trail with the ranger who tracks by the light of the moon You told of the bold men who settled this land Their hearts full of honor determined to stand Against all the hard times, dangers and more A part of your legacy, Louis I smell the perfume of a madam Taste the hot alkali dust Sip through the ruins of gold camps Their boot heels now filled with its lust The West comes alive in your pages Where able men answer the call Who stand on the right side of justice And fight for the freedom of all Great tales of heroes who opened the West The cowboys, the ranchers, the lawmen, the best Gunfighters, miners, and trappers before All now your legacy, Louis Lamont I'm out at the first end of daylight Feed my newly shot bay horse some grain Hot coffee and biscuits and thunder Today gonna ride in the rain It's a cowboy life that I'm living Authentic right down to the core I ride for the brand like they taught me Those heroes for Louis L'Amour are the yarn spinner there by the fire To tell all your tales is your greatest desire In fall we all listen as our spirits soar On the wings of your legacy, Louis Lamont 
The Legacy of Louis L'Amour, sung by Tom Hyatt, based on a fabulous poem by Daryl Arnold from Daryl's um, book, A Bard in Boots, and Tom's album, Five, from the Heart of the West. Tom is our special guest today. Tom, um, I'm looking at time, so we're just going to move ahead here. The next song that Gary has queued up is another one, of course, based on a poem of Daryl's, and it is, again, um, based on historical fact, um, two brothers, 1863, not very nice guys, Um, and they get tracked, I think, by Tom Tobin, and the song is Tom Tobin and the Bloody Espinozas. You want to tell us a little bit about this song? Well, yeah, I've read this. I looked at this poem, and I didn't have to change a word of the way Daryl laid it out. I'm going, whoa, this is quite the history yeah. lesson. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, you got to have, to really enjoy this, I think you got to have a certain kind of humor. <laughs> uh, appreciate a certain kind of humor. It's a little graphic. But uh, I tried to keep it as as lighthearted as I could, <laughs> um, and um, I do want to mention the great guitar playing that you hear on this CD is done by uh, Jim Soldy, and uh, he 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 he's the, the the producer in the studio with this, and he just did some phenomenal guitar playing, and. Uh, he played, in fact, he was so good, he played with Johnny Cash for three years, right toward the end of John's wow. career. And then he played three years with Ricky Skaggs. So you know that, wow. that, that Jim is just a phenomenal guitar player. But anyway, all these great licks you're hearing on these songs are Jim Soley. I want to get that in there. But anyway, Daryl did a great job. He, being from Colorado, and this is the true Colorado story, and um, he just laid it out kind of like it happened. And uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek. To <laughs> All right, Tom Tobin okay. and the Bloody Espinosas. We'll be right back. Old Tom Tobin was a cracker, was a real cracker jacker. He would either bring them back or for sure he'd leave them dead. You'd be better off in jail than to have Tom on your trail. And he's not one to assail, cause you might just From them you'd rather stay Thirty to the fatal number That the evil one sent under Some were shot, some sliced asunder Mutilation was their way
casinos don't swoop Back at Garland Fort, Tom told them, but they wanted to behold them. So out on the floor he rolled them, each and turned a gory head. Trailing skills he didn't lack, with old Tom Tobin on their track. Not alive to bring them back, folks knew that he would leave them dead. They'd be better off in jail than to have Tom on their trail. He was not one to assail, cause you might just lose your head. Espinosa's from Five from the Heart of the West. Our special guest today has been Mr. Tom Hyatt. And Tom, you have just been too much stinking fun. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So that that highway is was that 395 again that I need to find? You betcha. It's got all 395. All right. Yeah, it runs all the way up that eastern slope of the Sierras. Very famous all highway right. here in California. Yeah. All right. Got all those saloons along the way. So if anybody's interested, <laughs> yeah. Highway 395. <laughs> but anyway, well this this album is absolutely great, and uh, and you've got several you've got several terrific albums. Um, where can people find your music? People that are listening well, all around the world today. Yeah, you can uh you can go to my website and uh or you can uh this 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 latest project, you can get a hold of uh Bobby and she'll mm-hmm. fix you up. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you being with us so much and uh, and look forward to having you back again, you know, and we'll try to not make it five years this next time because I'm <laughs> okay. not sure I'll be doing this <laughs> five like years a good deal. now. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Well, the last song that we're going to get to today is uh, one called Ian and Charlie. And you were a big fan of both Ian Tyson and Charlie Russell, aren't you? Oh, you bet. <laughs> yeah, one of my non-release albums was going to be a complete album of songs that I wrote around the paintings of Charlie Russell. I never got around yeah. to recording that project, but uh, yeah. And then Ian, to me, was just the epitome of the modern contemporary uh, singer-songwriter. Um, I just um, loved just about everything he did. And uh, what more can I say? And, and Daryl felt the same, and we put it in a song. Well, it is a you know, great did, song. Go ahead, Bobby. Before before you play it, I just have one quick question on this. Did I read that you and Daryl actually participated in a songwriting workshop with Ian? Yes, we sure did. And uh, I think that was the first time I met Daryl. We went uh, up to Elko, and uh, Ian mm-hmm. put on a songwriting seminar up there. And I think that was the first place that Daryl and I met. And in one of the Cowboy Magazine issues, there's a picture of me playing guitar, and I think Ian's in the background. And, uh, oh, how fun. Daryl, wasn't, Daryl wasn't in the picture because he took the picture. <laughs> he took the picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Wow, that's fabulous. Well, th- th- this is a great song. It's Ian and Charlie. It's Tom Hyatt, our special guest today, and the album is Five from the Heart of the West. And uh, you'll have to reach out to Bobby Bell if you want to get one of these yourself. So we'll take a listen to that and be back in just a moment. Thanks, Tom, for being with us today. 
You betcha, buddy. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tom. He is gazing at a painting of cowboy life in the old wild west. And it proves that Charlie Russell always painted that life best. With Ian Tyson music gently lilting through the air. One hundred years between them, still they make the perfect pair. In cattle country, life is special with that big sky and open lands. Where he is one with nature, all created by God's hands. Tuneless music from the cities drives him near insane. And modern art that's hanging there can overload his brain. At his home ranch in Montana, he can see and he can hear a Charlie Russell on his wall, Ian Tyson in his ear. And every ranching neighbor, every cowboy, one and all, sings along to an Ian song and Charlie hanging on the wall. Mountains in the distance are a wondrous sight to see. He loves his open country, it's the perfect place to be. His cowboy heart rejoices in the west where he belongs. And the spirit of Kid Russell's art still lives through Ian's songs. At his home ranch in Montana, he can see and he can hear a Charlie Russell on his wall, he Tyson in his ear, and every ranching neighbor, every cowboy one and all, sings along to an Ian song and Charlie hanging on the wall. Off to breakfast. The gift. In without knocking. Navajo rug. Smoke of a 45. Horse thief moon. Laugh kills lonesome. Someday soon. At his home ranch in Montana, he can see. And he can hear a Charlie Russell on his wall, he and Tyson in his ear. And every ranching neighbor, every cowboy one and all, sings along to an Ian song and Charlie hanging on the wall. Let's all sing along to an Ian song and Charlie hanging on the wall. Ian and Charlie, Tom Hyatt, and Bobby Bell, was Tom fun to visit with today or not? <laughs> Always. <laughs> A lot of th- I love that. I love that road story. I love that road story that he had. That was too much fun. 
Well, I want to uh, I want to say thank you for having saddled up and ridden with us on Saddle Up America for these years, and uh, you're getting ready to hang up your spurs from that particular show. <laughs> so, well, just from from that just from that wonderful not show, Campfire I'm, Cafe. I'm still here. Not Campfire not Cafe. Campfire Cafe. Uh, I'm still got my coffee sitting around the campfire with you. Um, but yes, yeah, Saddle Up has been a wonderful ride. You know, as you all know, I'm not a horse person at all, but what I have learned over all these years of preparing for our guests and reading um, about clinicians and guest ranches and and Mustangs, and it's just been um, a blessing in my life, a whole world I knew nothing about. So thank you for inviting me to be your saddle partner, your saddle pal for that particular show. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, you're welcome. And and again, you're not going anywhere from the Campfire Cafe. So just hanging up your spurs from Saddle Up America. And and the only thing I'm disappointed in is that I never got you off of your briar horse and into a real one. So <laughs> maybe sometime. Maybe sometime. Maybe sometime. But anyway. Yeah, maybe anyway. sometime. All right. Well listen, thank you so much for the time that you spent on Saddle Up America and we'll see you next week for the Campfire Cafe. So we look forward to seeing you then. So thanks, Bobby. Yes, you will. We'll see you down the trail. All right. And when we come back we are going to be talking with our good friend, Master, 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 I'll just say that, Master Robert Eversoe, the Trailmeister, who will be joining us, who is actually in Nashville today. So we'll visit with him, and uh, we'll be right back on Saddle of America right after this. <laughs>
Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. I'm Gary Holt. Joining me is our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole. Hey, Robert. Hey, Gary. My heart is sad. Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> good heavens. Well, I, I offered to let her stay on to visit with you, and she said she just had to go. She had things oh, she needed to do. But anyway, that'll it's take been a lot a of therapy, ride with Bobby. You'll be all right. It has You'll been be fabulous. Right. It has been a fun time on Saddle of America, but uh, you know, I think I think Bobby was my third host, co-host on Saddle wow. of America. Yeah, she will be yeah. missed. She will be missed. She will be missed. But she'll be back for the Campfire Cafe, so we'll have we'll continue to have fun with her on that show. But anyway, you have been a busy guy. You have been in Tennessee and then out of the state and then back in again. Is that right? That is right. Last weekend, uh, well, this time last week, I I flew in and uh, and spent the weekend at uh, Jamestown at Timber Ridge uh, Horse Ranch for the Backcountry Horsemen of Tennessee Rendezvous, and it was fabulous. Got to hang out with a lot of of really fun, fun people. And dog horses did you again? get to ride? Did you get to ride the Big South Fork some? You did not? I did not. No. Oh, you know, man. I still got that leg thing going on. and I, I'm not a good enough liar to keep oh, my story oh, straight. Oh, that's right. I, if, I, mm-hmm. if I tell my wife and the doctor, you know. So <laughs> it was better not to push it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But you know what that means. You have to come back and ride the Big South Fork sometime. So exactly. Beautiful, exactly. Beautiful and I dearly want to. Yeah. Yeah, I heard so many great stories about it. Yep. Yeah. So it was a good time. And well, heavens, and I will be back at Timber Ridge uh, tomorrow. Um, and we have a cinch clinic there on Saturday. And then I come okay. back to, to your fair city uh, of Nashville. And Gary, I love you dearly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, the traffic here. Oh, my goodness. I think I aged 10 years just in your traffic. Uh, what time did you come through? What time did you come through in the traffic today? Uh, 11, I don't know, 11, 30, 12, something around in there. Oh, yeah, you missed the traffic. You missed the traffic. The traffic The traffic is between <laughs> 730 and 9. That's that's the real traffic. You know, unless well, you're uh, on, on 440, and then if that's about 3 o'clock, you know, going east, then you've got some real problems there. But, uh, yeah, well, you yeah. got to remember my idea of traffic is, you know, eight mules behind me instead of three. <laughs> so 
Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Nashville is a growing city, and there are so many things that are going on. And uh, you don't want to be in town on. You don't want to be in town this weekend because that's the Titans are having their first home football game, and so there will be people Mm. coming from everywhere for that football game. And then I'm not sure if there are any major music concerts or not. But Robert, uh, a month ago, I believe it was about a month ago, we had Taylor Swift in town. We had Oprah Winfrey. We had Janet Jackson, and uh, we had an extra half million people that were in the city that weekend. Oh, my. Yeah. It was so, hopping. <laughs> it was hopping. It was hopping. It was hopping. Oh. But anyway, let's catch up. Let's catch up with, with Robert Eversole. So you tell us a little bit about your uh, your clinic with Backcountry Horsemen of America up in Jamestown last week. Yeah, well, we just talked about uh, horse camping and, uh, and, and trail riding and some of the things that I thought that we should, you know, do to – prepare you know you know my spiel it's not just a trail ride and they, they start long before you you load the trailer so we talked about yeah. that at length and uh and we, we also set up high lines there were a couple of people had had uh, a lot of interest in how to set up a high line so we borrowed some some rope and some hardware and some tree savers and we just found two handy trees and i bet we played with high lines for two three hours it was a oh, lot wow. of fun Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, the event. Hmm? Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say the event was, uh, you know, it, it, it was it was busy. Um, and, you know, they had myself, they had a park ranger there, you know, talking about the various rules, things like that. They had a veterinarian there. It was a, it was a good, good time. Uh, people had the option to you know, hang out and, uh, and chat and a lot did. And a lot of them went out riding, you know, right there from, from camp in, into the big South fork. Yeah. So there is, there's a, there's a lot going on. And like every backcountry horseman event, the, uh, the, the food was just phenomenal. So if you left uh, there hungry, I, it was your own fault. <laughs> yeah, I started, I started to ask about the food and, and how that was up there. So it's pretty good. good because, very good eating, and I am back in the land of sweet tea. So, I was yes, you it. are. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you it's are. It's not like yep. at home where you ask for sweet tea and they give you two packets of sugar and a and a and a, and a, and a cold <laughs> glass of tea. It just doesn't quite work like that, you know. Uh, guys, you'd have to ask for unsweetened tea here to get it, you know, because if you just oh. order tea, you're gonna get you're gonna get sweet tea. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Well, tell us a little bit about your um, your girth making event that's coming up at Timber Ridge, and and if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw that you've got uh, another event coming up a little bit later for people to come in and do girth making and trail riding and some other things that are going on. So yeah, you, you've got a well, lot uh, happening, Robert. You know, I never thought that cowboy crochet would really, you know, be be as popular as it is. But it's been a fun time. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Saturday at Timber Ridge, uh, we've got a full class there, um, and we're going to be making cinches. Everybody's going to go home with a, a functional, safe cinch, you know, custom made that, you know, custom made by them, you know, and to fit their their critter, uh, and all the tools to. Uh, 
uh, make more, and then that's Saturday. And then on Sunday, you already scared me saying, talking about what's going on because Sunday I'm going to be back in Nashville because I'm going to be at uh, Crossroads Ranch with Josh Gwynn. Okay. So, All right. So, and, and we've got an, another clinic there, you know, on Sunday. So two back-to-back clinics. And then, you know, the clinics are a long day, a real long day. Uh, and a lot of people have asked, you know, let's break these up. But you just can't find – people can't find the time, you know, you know, two days in a row. But they will make the time if you include their ponies. So next year we are going to try some – craft and camp weekends what do you think of that <laughs> i think that's pretty cool i think that's pretty cool yeah yeah so we're going to go to uh you know guest ranch uh, and make uh make sensors in the morning and go riding in the afternoon and see how see how that grand idea goes all right so now where will, where will that be uh, the the very first, the inaugural one, and the only one I have on the calendar at the moment, is at the Flying uh, Flying J Ranch in uh, Ellensburg, Washington. Okay. So. Okay. So the or the Flying H, Flying H, the Flying something. Um, the Flying something. In Ellensburg. Yeah, the Flying something. Yeah. Uh, right. But they can so, they can find so, information about that on your website, can't they? Oh yes. Yes, okay. on the website they can actually go ahead. They can even register for the class on on the website. I've been working very diligently with my programmers. So, <laughs> so, so that <laughs> and that website, website, that website is it, trailmeister dot com. Exactly, T R A I L M E I S T R dot com. That is that is correct. So you're going back yeah. up to Big South Fork from Nashville, then you're coming back to Nashville, and are, am I cooking out for you still? Are you coming back for a cookout? Is that the deal? Are you offering? I if offered it the last time. Can. I'm not a. I'm yeah. not a. I'm not a taker. Uh, you know, if I make an offer, I'll yeah. stick with it. I will yeah. Stick with it. Um, We'll have to figure out what the what the timeline looks like because uh, it's going to be a, a late night on on, on Sunday, um, so we'll have to see what that looks like. But it, heck yeah, you know how yeah. many years has it been, Gary? How many? Robert, 12? I think Karen? you have been on the show now for ten years, maybe ten maybe years. a little bit longer I've than ten years. Never met you in person. I think that's the never greatest met in thing person. in the world. We've never met in person. I mean, it's it is kind of wild, and uh, but that yeah. happens, you know. I've got people that have been on the show, and and uh, I, as a matter of fact, and I'll just throw this out there right now. We have a we have another show that we do that airs on Saturdays, called Live from Nashville, and uh, my wow. wife co-hosts that show with me, and that is country music and bluegrass and gospel and Americana music. But our guest this Saturday is the talented, talented Miss Carolyn Seals, and also Tia McGrath will be joining us. But I met Carolyn last year in Albuquerque at the Western Music uh, Convention. And when we met, I said, Carolyn, you know, we've never met. You've been on the show a long time, many times. And she said, you're kidding. I've never, we've never met. And I said, no, this is the first time we've met. 
and uh, and she played. Uh, she was right here in Nashville for years. Now she lives wow. up in, I believe it's Illinois. But uh, okay, yeah, super talented, and and uh, a great great performer. And she performed with the Time Jumpers for years here in Nashville. But uh, she'll be on the show this Saturday, starting at noon with Carolyn Martin, followed by Tia McGrath. So just a that little heads like up for folks out there. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal show because they are we'll tremendous. We'll have to put on tremendous. The, the streaming radio at the Cinch Clinic so we can listen in. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm I'm going to let everybody listen to a song right now from Miss Joni Harms called Blue Montana Blue Montana Moon, and then we're going to come back and talk more with Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, today on Saddle Up America. We'll be right back. I'm coming home on 
name's Blue Montana Moon, and you're listening to Saddle Up America. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me is our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole. We were just talking about the fact that probably 10 years he's been on the show, and we've never met. So now I'll get to cook out for him or do something, and maybe I'll be sorry <laughs> about us meeting this night. I'm kidding. I won't be sorry. I won't be sorry. Oh, Evan. It's hey, listen, be a great Robert. Time. It will be a great time. We are right at the beginning. I mean, today here in Tennessee, when I got outside this morning, it was like 55 degrees. Beautiful sunshine, as as you can see. You know, it feels like fall. All of this week is going to be fantastic. So people are getting out on the trails. And I noticed that one of the things that you had posted about was having reliable communication in the outdoors crucial for several reasons I and you had so. three top three reasons for that so can you share that with our audience today good heavens gary my top three changes by the hour <laughs> <laughs> well you can so, go to your facebook page and read it off if you'd like but anyway go ahead oh so so you know for for me you know having those reliable comms is 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 important i mean right um and and a lot of times cell phone just doesn't quite cut it but the the big three reasons are you know one the the one that we hope never ever happens you know you a ride becomes eventful and you have to call for help of course um but there's other reasons too you know um could be hey i'm, I'm running late um, let somebody know, and so so as to avoid uh, undue worry. Um, right. You know, so both of those are, are are important. And then there's just you know, maybe you're not going to be late, but maybe you got twisted around on the trail, and you need to need a little bit of assistance. Um, any of those things, I think, is completely valid. And since I'm talking, I don't know how to pull up my Facebook post. And, and to see which ones I had picked at the time. Uh, here, here we go. But I'll, I, I'll help you out, Robert. I'll help, help you out. Help me out Robert. here. Number one, emergency response, and you have experienced this yourself. So emergency response is number one. Okay. All right. Survey. So says. that that survey says reliable communication allows you to call for help in case of accidents, injuries, or emergencies ensuring a okay. faster response from rescue service and potentially saving lives. So you have experienced that for yourself. You know? Yeah, we've had, a, you know, I think, I think I should be wrapped in bubble wrap sometimes. I think but, so. Uh, More than once. Yeah. More than once. Yeah. 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 But, but, but that's number one. All right. So number two, and mm-hmm. I'll let you explain this safety okay. and navigation. So safety and navigation is number two. Tell us about that. Yeah, so so with 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 a safety navigation, that kind of encompassed, you know, if if you're out and you and you get twisted around a little bit, if you have good communications, you know, that's going to kind of help out with that. Hey, it could be anything from a phone call to you know somebody that you know that like, or or text message. Since we're talking, um, you know, uh, satellite communicators, you know, for the most part. You know, um, you know, where, where am I? Most of the tools that we have at our disposal, you know, they come with maps already already loaded, you know. So, right. you know, it could be as easy as just following the electronic breadcrumbs, you know, back to the trailer. 
Um, so either of those, you know, they just give you that little extra added added uh, cushion of safety, if you will, because uh, it sure beats um, staying out on the trail overnight when you're not planning for it. <laughs> so, That's right. So yeah. That's right. Safety, That's right. Safety and navigation. All right, and the and the third one was staying informed, and I think that's really important, particularly as it re, re, uh, relates to weather. Staying informed. Exactly. So tell us about staying informed. Well, well, weather is is an excellent excellent point. Uh, you know, it, what is what kind of weather is coming in? That's really more of like a a camping weekend or a, or a longer trip out. I think staying informed is, you know, that, hey, I'm going to be late. Um, or the the reverse of that, uh, you need to come home now. You know, those right. types of things. Um, you know, because we are in a connected world. And it's even though we want to pretend that, or at least I do, when I go camping or I'm on the trail, I want to kind of like pretending that I'm the, 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 the first one on that patch of dirt, even though there's been trail crew going through it a million times before just to blaze it out. Um, but there are times when, you know, you might need to end, uh, your, your trip, uh, a little bit short, you know, if something's happening back at home where you're required, um, or, you know, you want to check in and, you know, what's, what's that big cloud? Is, is that, is that a wildfire or is it a rain coming in? You know, that type of thing. So staying informed about our situation and, 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 and others, um, I've used the, uh, the hey hey Celeste, uh, I'm going to be a little bit late more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have, Robert. I bet you have. Yeah. You know, I would also think though that, and, and I'm kind of thinking now about these alerts that I get on my phone for silver, uh, the silver alerts where you've got a, somebody that's gotten lost. I, I would think that yeah. might be applicable on the trail. You know, keep your eyes I, open for I, somebody that's. Exactly. Is that, is that a, you know? Yeah. I yeah. I think any of that would be would be completely completely valid, um, and they're just gonna, you know, which which circumstance you're gonna run into is gonna change, you know, by trip by season by, you know, a million different variables. Uh, the the big thing to all of them though is, you're not gonna have any of that that help that assistance if you don't carry some type of communication device. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes our phone is great and it's fabulous. But I was talking to a lot of people uh, who ride Big South Fork, and every one of them told me, you know, they could Doesn't just work. name off the spots where the yeah. phone don't work. So, yeah. you know, we were really went into a, a lot of that, um, you know, and, and we have so many tools uh, available now to prevent those things. Um, so, so yeah, comms, you, you've read my Facebook post. I'm going to have to get a new hat. My, my head's getting bigger. <laughs> uh, well, I try to do that occasionally, but yeah, you know, I'm, I was, I was just thinking about the fact that the very first big South Fork, I love to ride. So I, that's one of my favorite places, but I can remember the very first time I was up there, they said, you know, cell service is not any good unless you have Verizon. Which I happen to have okay. uh, for twenty some odd years. I've had Verizon, so they love me. But um, 
And there are spots where you just don't have cell service at all. And I'm sure that that is the case in many places across the country where you get back into the, into the back country or you get into our national forest, there is just no service. So what is the best type of communication tool today, Robert, for people to have? Um, I think it varies by need, but it's not just wilderness or national forest. It's my house. I don't have good cell service, <laughs> and I okay. live in the suburbs. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, the the communicator devices that I look at now are the uh, the ones where everything is in one unit. Um, there's a whole slew of them on the market where you have a little a little plastic brick thing, which is the the antenna, I guess you you could you could call it. And that pairs with your phone over over the Bluetooth. So you use your phone as the input-output device. That's where the messages come okay. across on the screen, that kind of thing. And that okay. is wonderful and great. But what happens when your phone breaks? You know, so, you know, that, to me, that would be an issue. And, and indeed, when I went... Uh, Mule rafting on the on the south fork of the Sun River uh, in Montana, my my phone did break, uh-huh. and, uh, uh-huh. and my communicator did not work. Uh, so I I went back to units that are all um, all in one piece, antenna, screen, all that good stuff, all in one unit. They're typically ruggedized, and they. They, they they're, typically they're they're bright orange and or yellow <laughs> to avoid okay. uh, brand names. But but yeah, something that that is super rugged um, and is all in one. I mean, all of the the antennas are super rugged. You could about run over them with a the truck. But our phones are not quite so robust. So that's a okay. concern for me. Um, and then there's also I mean. Technology. I just think technology is cool uh, because I like toys. Um, but the new iPhones, they have a satellite communicator built into the iPhone, which I think is pretty darn nifty. Um, the Starlink people, uh, yeah, you know, they announced a a partnership with T-Mobile, I believe, for later this year that they're going to. Be, you'd be able to use your T-Mobile telephone, and it'll talk with a Starlink satellite somehow. Um, but both of those, you know, if your phone breaks, you're still out of luck. <laughs> you know, they, well, they, that, that's right. And, and even, that's right. Yeah, and even with a very, very good case, you know, it you, you better be a really good case, I guess. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yes, so that's just something to to, to think about. Um, you know, if you're in a wreck and you're going to need help, chances are the, that wreck uh, kind of got a little bit kinetic. You know, um, there are some some falls or something involved, and right, you know right. what is going to survive Water, that fall. Right. 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 So again, I like the ones that are all one unit, and uh, so you don't have to worry about your cell phone, you know, taking an unexpected tumble. So there you well, go. I my think, my, I my think, six cents. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that's important because you spend a lot of time out on the trail and you've had some of these things that have happened to you. So you know what you're talking about with this type of thing. Well, uh, so what what do you prefer, steak or chicken? I'm a chicken guy. Are you a chicken guy? Okay. Yeah, I'm a chicken guy. Those cows, they got those big, big cow eyes, you know. I'll eat them in a heartbeat, but, you know. And and I never had any great affinity for barnyard clucks, so I'll eat one of them in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay, all right. So it's it's yeah. uh, it's uh, a grilled chicken for you then. I'll plan on that. I'll plan on that. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, we look forward to finally meeting you after ten years, and uh, look forward to having you back on the show next month to tell us yeah, what you have been up to be because. October? No, I can't believe it's October. I mean, it is—it's oh, the last quarter, last quarter of the year already. It won't be that far off from Christmas, from Thanksgiving. We had 36 degrees at the house the morning before I oh, left. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. I'm not ready well, for it. <clears throat> no, 36. I'm not ready for 55. This morning was great here, but 36. I'm not quite ready for. So. Yeah. You know, we we may have to we may have to talk about winter apparel the next time that you're on the show, you know, going forward that. on that. My favorite right. is the T-shirt as I sit in front of the stove. So. <laughs> or a flannel, or a flannel. All right, sounds there good. Go. Well, Robert, we will see you in a few days, and uh, we'll have you back on the show next month. We we'll look forward to having you back then. Thank you so that much, sir. That will be sir. fabulous. Thanks. Thanks as always. Right. Have a fabulous day and we'll chat soon. All right. And we're going to go listen to a song from Riders in the Sky called Throw a Saddle on a Star. That's the title cut of their latest CD. We'll be right back. Throw a saddle on a star. Tie your dreams to a rainbow. Watch the rain and the clouds go. When the stars break through Throw a saddle on a star There'll be sunshine tomorrow All the troubles you borrow Will disappear from you And if the dream that you've been dreaming Should ever fade Don't let that stop you from dreaming There'll be starlight when daylight is gone Throw a saddle on a star All the clouds have gone over There'll be sunshine and clover Along the train for you
should ever fade with the dawn. Don't let that stop you from dreaming. There'll be starlight when daylight is gone. Throw a saddle on a star. All the clouds have gone over. There'll be sunshine and clover along the trail for you. Throw a saddle on a star. Riders in the sky. Throw a saddle on the star. That is the title cut from their latest album. Well, it's been a fun show today visiting with Mr. Mr. Tom Hyatt. And uh, so long, such, such a long time since he'd been on the show, but great to catch up with him. A lot of fun. And then Robert Eversole is always a hoot to have on the show for uh, Saddle Up America. And, uh, and some good information there about communication and staying safe while you're out on the trail. So uh, a fun show today. We remind you that you can listen to Equestrian Legacy Radio's Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America anytime on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most other streaming platforms today. So just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. We're going to have a great show on Saturday on Live from Nashville, and that starts at noon Central Standard Time when we'll be visiting with Miss Carolyn Martin as well as Tia McGrath. And these ladies are so stinking talented. They're going to be so much fun to visit with and share music. So be sure and tune in to Live from Nashville this Saturday. Well, it's been a fun show. We thank you for listening. We're going to close this one today with a great song from our buddy, Mr. R.W. Hampton. It's called Drifting Again from his Austin to Boston album. Thanks for listening. Drifting again like an old tumbleweed.
then again. 